Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. What is up? Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Sports Beat with Richard Holders. I tell you, I'm getting good at this. I've been trying to get my broadcasting voice tuned up, ready for my PA announcing job on Friday nights. It is fun. I'm excited. We have a great show for you. Today is the first day of the NFL season. The Dallas Cowboys are taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa, Florida tonight. I'm excited that football is finally here. The United States gets a very important 4-1 victory over Honduras in World Cup qualifying. And this was a statement win for the U.S. men's national team. And the Atlanta Braves drop a contest to the Washington Nationals, but they don't lose any ground over the Phillies. And congratulations to Derek Jeter for being enshrined in the Baseball Hall of Fame. For the class of 2020. Let's get right into the show. Tonight we have a very important game in the National Football League. The opener, the Dallas Cowboys going on. The Dallas Cowboys taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa is favored by eight and a half points. That line just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I tell you, this is going to be a massive rating. This game is going to be, this game is going to have a huge rating. I can tell you right now. Everybody's excited that football is back. I'm excited because we finally get to see football with majority of the stadiums packed with fans. Last year was a little weird. Most of the stadiums didn't have any fans. They had cardboard cutouts of fans. The stadium sounds pumped in artificial crowd noise. It was really weird, but it was nice to see football last year. This year, a little bit different. I'm looking forward to seeing the debut of Dak Prescott. He had that gruesome injury last season. He has come back from that. He's had a couple of problems. He's had a shoulder problem, but he also has a problem with that ankle. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers returning all 22 starters from their Super Bowl championship team. They didn't start out all that great to begin the season last year. Got blown out by the Saints on opening day. Got blown out by the Saints in week one. But they caught lightning in a bottle just at the right time, rallied off three road playoff wins en route to the Super Bowl where they took on the heavy favored. They took on the Kansas City Chiefs that had Patrick Mahomes. They've been there before. And that just tells you their offensive line was the problem in Kansas City. Tampa Bay's defensive line has veterans. They have young players. And they just have a lot of talent. And they're going up against a Dallas Cowboys offensive line that's depleted. There's no, there's not going to be Zach Martin. Zach Martin is out. Travis Frederick has retired. This great Dallas Cowboys offensive line that allowed Ezekiel Elliott to run free is just not the same. I don't know if Coach McCarthy is on the hot seat this year. I think the Dallas Cowboys are one of the favorites to win the NFC East. And if they lose this game tonight, 
they have an easy schedule coming up. I'm looking at their schedule right now. After this game, they're taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. And then they take on the Eagles, the Panthers, the Giants. And then they travel to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. Winnable games down the stretch. They do have some winnable they do have some winnable games, especially in this division with the Eagles and Giants, who are considered rebuilding. Now, as for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if they want to win their second straight Super Bowl and allow Tom Brady to get his eighth Super Bowl, they have a big target on their back, and they have to realize that every team in the NFL is gunning for them. What Tom Brady is doing is spectacular. He's 44 years old, and he's still performing at a high level. We found out that he played the majority of the season last year with a torn MCL. Tom Brady, with weapons and in the offensive scheme of Bruce Arians, is going to flourish. But the story for the Buccaneers is their defense, led by defensive coordinator Todd Bowles. He has got this defense playing on all cylinders. They are fired up and they are ready to go. In fact, they're the number one uh, defense in fantasy football. That just tells you what the difference of a player makes as far as Tom Brady and his leadership and his winning ways. I cannot wait for this game tonight. One good thing about having young kids, putting them to bed right around the time that kickoff starts is I've got the Yahoo Sports app on my phone. I watch a lot of football games on my phone. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, so I'm going to start, with the exception of football, we we also had last night in World Cup qualifying, the United States men's national team got a statement victory over Honduras, one of those teams that made the World Cup in 2018, and the United States didn't. They won the match 4-1. to one. What was impressive was Ricardo Pepe scoring a goal, and he had three assists. They got the job done after trailing one to nothing. Antonio Robinson scored a goal to tie it up in the 48th minute. The United States scored all four goals in the second half, including two really late. Brendan Aronson scored one in the 86th minute, and Sebastian Leggett scored one in the 90th minute. The United States is only going to get better. They didn't have Zach Steffen, their outstanding goalie. They did not have Christian Pulisic, their striker. And they scored four goals without Christian Pulisic. Very impressive. Their next World Cup qualifying game will be on October the 7th as they will take on Jamaica. Looking at the standings right now, Mexico leading the way in World Cup qualifying. They have got seven points, followed by Canada with five and the United States with five. Panama also has five. So you got three teams in a three-way tie. And the top three teams will qualify for the World Cup. The team that's in fourth place will qualify for the intercontinental playoff that could determine that there could be a fourth team that qualifies for the World Cup. The United States has to start winning those matches because... It will be a complete failure if they miss out on the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. All right, the Atlanta Braves lost 4-2 yesterday to the Washington Nationals. Thanks to Juan Soto's go-ahead home run. He's been an outstanding player for the Nationals. One of those catalysts that allowed the Nationals to win the 2019 World Series. What has happened to the Nationals? 58 in 81, they got rid of Max Scherzer and Trey Turner to the Dodgers. This was a lost season for the Nationals. 
and they just haven't been the same. It makes you wonder with these franchise teams, would you rather see a World Series win or would you rather see consistency where they make the playoffs every year like the Cardinals, like the Dodgers? The Dodgers have won seven straight NL West titles, but they only have one World Series to show for it. Still, I like seeing those teams with consistency. The Braves did not lose any ground to the Phillies because the Phillies lost to the Milwaukee Brewers 4-3. So the current standings right now, the Braves are on top in the NL East with a 73-65 record. The Phillies are two and a half back. Right now, the Phillies are three back in the wild card. The Dodgers and Giants are going to make the postseason. I think their magic number to clinch a postseason berth is five. But right now, the Giants are the first team to 90 wins. This is the first time that they have won 90 wins since 2012. They come back, put up four runs in the bottom top of the ninth to defeat the Colorado Rockies 7-4. to four. And the Dodgers lose to the St. Louis Cardinals thanks to an outstanding pitching performance from Adam Wainwright. And the Dodgers are now two back from the San Francisco Giants. But they lead the next wildcard team by 13 and a half games, and that is the Padres. They are going to take on the Padres for a big series. The Padres beat the Angels 8-5. to And then you had the Chicago Cubs beating the Cincinnati Reds 4-1. to So you have a very tight race in the wildcard standings. Over in the American League, the only tight race would be the wildcard standings because all the division leaders have a sizable lead. Right now, the Boston Red Sox lead the New York Yankees by half a game in the wildcard standings. And the surging Toronto Blue Jays that have won seven straight are only a game and a half back. I would like to see the Blue Jays in this postseason because Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is an outstanding player. And I just like to see him in the postseason. The Seattle Mariners, the only major league team that has never made a World Series. They're two and a half back. And the Oakland Athletics have been reeling. And they are three back. The Cleveland Indians, one of my fan favorites. They'll no longer be the Indians next year. They'll be called the Cleveland Guardians. They are nine back of the wild card. And they have the longest World Series drought of any of the major league franchises haven't won a World Series since 1947. Congratulations to Derek Jeter, Mr. November, Mr. Yankee, for his induction into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was selected in 2020. There was not a Hall of Fame ceremony in Cooperstown due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but Derek Jeter was the most clutch postseason hitter I ever saw. I know that his numbers at first really weren't Hall of Fame numbers, but they actually were. He actually had longevity. He got to 3,000 hits. And he, his home runs were not, his home run totals were, were not were not great, but you know, he actually, looking at his baseball stats, I pulled this off of baseballreference.com. In his career, he hit 260 home runs. He batted 310. He had 3,460 hits but the story was he played 20 seasons with the New York Yankees from 1995 to 2014 he's got four rings but looking at his home run numbers he never hit more than 25 home runs in a season his best season was 1999 when he had 24 home runs and 102 runs batted in and that's a typical 
Jason Hayward career year with the Braves, but his his measurement was beyond the field. It was his leadership in the clubhouse, and he was a very good shortstop. He had a lot of all-star appearances. He made the all-star team just about in every single year that he played. So congratulations to Derek Jeter. I wasn't a Yankees fan, but I'm always a fan of somebody that plays baseball the right way, and he was right there in the steroid era. And I know his numbers don't look great off the charts, but neither did Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson does not have Hall of Fame numbers, but yet he is in the Hall of Fame because of the impact he had on the game. All right, it is Thursday, so we do have high school matchups here in the Valley. We got four key games today to start with. As many of you know, I work in LaGrange. I live in Columbus. I call games in East Alabama. So I got this region covered. Tonight up at Callaway Stadium, you got the Callaway Cavaliers coming into this contest 3 and 0 taking on Douglas out of Atlanta. Douglas is 0 and 2. That should be an easy win and Callaway should be 4 and 0. What's impressive about what Callaway's doing? They're 3 and 0 by defeating a 6A team in Alabama with Opelika, a 4A team in Georgia with Troop County, and then a 4A team in Hardaway. Callaway has had a very impressive season so far. Another game across the river over in East Alabama. You got the Rebels of Robert E. Lee that are coming to this contest 2-0, taking on the Lanier Poets, who are 2-1. This game is going to be in Montgomery, and it's playing on Thursday night because I believe they play in the Cramden Bowl over there in Montgomery, Alabama, and they share that stadium. So if they have a team in Montgomery that has a game on Friday, they'll play on Thursday. Why is that game important? Because Lee is the opponent that Russell County is playing next week. Of course, Russell County plays tomorrow against Valley, which is about 10 minutes from where I am up here in LaGrange. Other Thursday night games, you have two in Columbus. You have Shaw taking on Northside. Shaw has only had one game this season. They lost to Monroe out of Albany, 36 to nothing. They had a bye last week, and they will take on Northside, who is 2-0 after defeating Columbus and Spencer. Northside did have a game canceled, the one against LaGrange due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And then you have Spencer. After losing to Northside and Carver, they started 1-0 after an impressive win over Best Academy, and now they're taking Taking on Jordan, who comes into this game 0-2. That game should be at A.J. McClung. That game will be at A.J. McClung. Two high school games in the Columbus area. I got four high school games tonight, and I will talk about them on tomorrow's show. And I will also preview the rest of the games on Friday. It is official. The WTVM High School Game of the Week is Troop County and Hardaway. That game will be played at Connect Stadium on Friday night. Both teams come into this game 1-1 one and one on the season. The Hardaway Hawks lost their first game of the year to Callaway last week, and Troop County's loss was also to Callaway. So these two teams are measured by their strength in 4A for the Columbus region, are going to play each other, and it is going to be be a great matchup of two high school powerhouses. That is all the time I have on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to my podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. And I will be back on the air tomorrow to recap the high school games and, of course, the Thursday night game for the NFL. And we will preview some college football matchups and the high school games for Friday. I hope that everybody has a great day and enjoy... And enjoy the rest of your day. Bye, everybody.
You've been listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.